Welcome to the Sermon Podcast of First Christian Church, Disciples of Christ of St. Paul, located in Matamidi, Minnesota. We are a suburban congregation united in Christ and grounded in the values of diversity, solidarity, and witness. You can learn more about us by going to fccstpaul.org. Here is this week's sermon. In August, the support cable snapped. It was an important cable because it was helping to hold up the massive platform that carried all of the instruments for the installation. So the scientists and the engineers came together to figure out how to repair the cable And just as the group decided what they were going to do, another cable broke. Well, now the whole installation was unstable. It was time to take the installation apart. And just as they were planning how best to do that, the inevitable happened. In the early morning hours of December 1st of 2020, the massive platform that is hoisted above the giant telescope in Arecibo, Puerto Rico, fell into the dish of the giant radio telescope. Maybe you have seen the pictures of the drone that captured the moment when that happened as everything just fell, just destroyed. There are now, if you look at the dish itself from the air, large gashes in the dish. The destruction of the Arecibo telescope was something that was heartrending for the scientific community, because this was one of the ways, it was one of the largest radio telescopes in the world, and it reached out far into the heavens to discover new objects. And we've also learned that it had a big role in telling us when there were dangerous objects that may come near to Earth or hit the Earth. And now we no longer have a way of really being able to find that out farther in advance. But there was another community that was devastated, and that was the Puerto Rican community themselves. I claim Puerto Rican, community, Puerto Rican heritage through my mom, and I can tell you I was devastated. I remember my mom telling me the story of this gigantic telescope that could reach and, and as I said, go into space to look at things, and it was something that gave Puerto Ricans pride, that they had a role 
in space. I was thankful in, in 2012 that I was able to go to the telescope along with my husband and my parents. And it was a sight to behold, and I am thankful for that time to go. But I am also aware of how heartbreaking this is. And if it's heartbreaking for me, who is thousands of miles away on the mainland, it is even harder for those on the island who have had to deal with the hurricane, two hurricanes, Irma and Maria in 2017, earthquakes in 2018, and now this. There is a song from the Motown area, era of the mid to late 60s that has been actually in my mind this week as I was preparing for this sermon. The song is, What Becomes of the Brokenhearted? As I was looking at today's text, I was thinking, what about what becomes of the brokenhearted in our own midst? Because this year, there are a lot of people whose lives are in disarray. And they just don't feel right now like celebrating the holidays. We are in the midst of a pandemic, and we cannot be close to our loved ones. There are people who are out of work and are slated to lose their unemployment benefits in a few days, and Washington has still not done anything to help them. There are three, nearly 300,000 Americans who are dead from the coronavirus. That is the population of St. Paul itself, St. Paul, Minnesota. And there are more on the way. So the question of that song is ever more pertinent. What becomes of the brokenhearted? Isaiah 61 is one way to answer that question. Let me set the scene. A group of Israelites are returning to their homeland. They're returning to Jerusalem. They have been gone for decades. They were sent into exile by the Babylonians. And then the Babylonian Empire fell and was taken over by the Persians. And the Persians granted that some of the Israelites could go back home to set up a place to live. And so that's what they did. And they come back, and there are actually people there. These are the people who are on the lower rungs of the Israelite society. And they were already trying to make their way in this post-apocalyptic world. And now, these people have to deal with that. The city is destroyed. It was destroyed by the invasion of the Babylonians. And now they're going to have to pick up the pieces. And it may be a long time before anything gets back to normal. There is sadness all around because the good days are gone and it doesn't look like they will ever come back. But this is when the prophet speaks. The prophet says that the Spirit of God 
is upon this person, and they are empowered to bring the good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, and to bring liberty to the captives. So God is coming through this prophet to bring comfort to the mourners. God has not forgotten these people. The ruins would be built up. The cities would be repaired. The prophet is talking about a restored future, a future where things will be made whole again. And this gives the people hope. Yes, things are rough now. And there's no way you can cover that up and make it pretty. Things suck. But the thing is, God is there. And it won't always be this way. We don't have to lose hope because there will be a restoration. We know this. And we know even if we don't live to see it. So in the midst of all of this disappointment, in the midst of all of this sadness, there is also a hope that caused the writer to explode in joy in knowing that the, bad, the sad days will not last forever. As I said earlier, many of us are, have been living with a sense of sadness this year. It is not, as the song goes, the most wonderful time of the year. By the way, I don't like that song. And like I said, this is, we're, we're dealing with some things that we haven't dealt with in a long time. I've been mindful of the fact that in this time of a pandemic, we can't be in our churches. And I love, especially in here, to see the church decorated. And we haven't really decorated. And that's hard. And, but even worse than that, there are people who right now are sitting in ICUs. ICUs that are almost filled to the brim everywhere around the country. And on Christmas Day, there will be people that will come to dinner and they're going to see an empty chair. They're going to see and think about that person that's no longer there. A son, a daughter, a father, a mother, an uncle, a brother. Someone has died from the coronavirus. And then there are those people that have run, they don't have jobs right now and are desperate. And they definitely will not have a happy Christmas and they even wonder if they're going, where they're going to be getting their next meal. When those good times are gone, and those good times are gone. We long for something. We miss those good times. And we want something, some sense of hope that healing will come. The thing is, we need Advent. Advent 
reminds us in the midst of all of these singing of Christmas songs and the, sea, the world trying to tell us to be happy, Advent reminds us that things aren't okay. That our lives and that our world are messed up. But Advent also reminds us that God hasn't forgotten us. God hears the cries and will bring hope and renewal. It is no surprise that in the Gospel of Luke, Jesus recites, reads from this exact text. Because in the form of Jesus Christ, God comes to bring hope, to bring freedom, to bring liberation to the people. The evangelical pastor Tony Campolo has once has always said this phrase, it's Friday, but Sunday is coming. Now, of course, that refers to Lent, and it refers to Good Friday when Christ dies, but it's looking at the hope of Easter Sunday when Christ rises from the dead. But maybe we need to have that phrase here now. That we live in sadness now, but hope is on the way. We don't always know how and where that hope will look like, but God has not left us alone. God is truly Emmanuel, God with us. So what becomes of the brokenhearted? We know that in Advent, God is coming, hope is coming. God has not forgotten us. Jesus will come to bring restoration to the lives of the poor and the broken. We are not left without hope. This Advent of 2020 is hard. But Christmas is on the way, and Advent reminds us that hope is coming. Hope is what we desperately need right now. Thanks be to God. Amen. We hope today's sermon podcast was nourishment to your soul. If you'd like to know more about First Christian Church of St. Paul, please visit our website, at fccstpaul.org. That's F-C-C-S-A-I-N-T-P-A-U-L.org. May God be with you in the coming week.